Hello and welcome to Nana's talk show that is created for the Western listeners to be able to get information that's from the closest source: Mayo School, the Whistleblower Movement, and the Luda Media. I'm your host Nana, and today we're going to talk about information that's coming from the Luda Media. What's new and what's happening with the U.S. currently? Hopefully, can bring you some insights and new perspectives. I will try my best to get all the key points and highlights for each episode. But leave me comments if you have any questions. Also, I just want to add that I'm not an expert on subjects in politics, but I will try my best to deliver the news as best as I can. So bear with me if I use an incorrect word on the news. So now let's get into today's news. So on December twenty eighth, Donald Trump sent a tweet saying that see you in Washington D.C. on January sixth. Don't miss it. Information to follow.、Uh, one day before this information sent it out on Twitter about that President Trump has arrived at his golf club in West Palm Beach, Florida. So to that, regular people will see that as a simple message, but it has special meaning, telling his foes that he will be there. Everything is good, and he has no fear for、uh, what's going to happen. Uh, Trump is staying at Mar-a-Lago, one of his vacation home for Christmas, and having some important meetings until January sixth. Remember the recording from Xi Jinping saying he won Trump's death by January sixth. Well, I guess that's not going to happen because Trump has、uh, is well prepared and he's going to stay there till January sixth. He has already started renovating、uh, and rebuilding the bomb shelter、uh, they had there.、Uh, the bomb shelter. Uh, one of the bomb shelter used to belong to、uh, John Kennedy, and he started renovating it since two thousand eighteen. For over two years now, everything he needs is ready, and he will be staying there until January sixth. But here, I want to introduce a little bit about the bunker and Trump's vacation home. Mar-a-Lago is where Trump have important meetings and articles.、Uh, in two thousand nineteen, introduced this place. Here's a short description. Mar-a-Lago's flagpole and coat of arms have drawn attention, but not so much has been said about its Red Scare era bomb shelters hidden inside the hedges bordering、uh, President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. The shelters now could provide an added sense of security for cabinet members and international leaders joining the president. On his Palm Beach weekends, in fact, Mar-a-Lago is home to three bomb shelters, along with dozens of bedrooms, more than two dozen bathrooms, two pools, and a walkway that runs under South Ocean Boulevard to the beach. Trump has also access to another bomb shelter in Palm Beach Country, one built for President John F. Kennedy to protect him from nuclear fallout、um, should a missile have hit. During one of Kennedy's visits to his family's compound in Palm Beach, that bunker squirreled away in the scrub on Peanut Island, just north of West Palm Beach, in the intracoastal waterway, now is open for tours. Tours, yeah. So that is、um, the picture of it. The Kennedy Bunker, the underground fallout shelter built in December 1961, is a safe haven for. President John F. Kennedy, whose family's Palm Beach compound is minutes away across the water. So, as you can see, there are three bunkers bunkers ready for、uh, Trump, and one of, is from the John Kennedy. One of the reasons Trump didn't spend any time in Washington until January sixth 
is that it's not safe around, right? There's other state close to D.C., Washington, D.C., and once it gets crowded uh, and anyone can start protest there, uh, so that can cause a lot of chaos and risks. Uh, Mar-a-Lago, however, is a shelter under military control. It's a much safer place, also on an island. It's not open for tourists anymore, so no chaos, everything's under supervision. Uh, remember the first lady was wearing Tiffany blue like John Kennedy's wife, Jacqueline, uh, leaving us a lot to think about their connection and their friendship. As we know, CCP has been preparing for this over a long time, uh, um, to take down the United States, right? But so does Trump, and it has everything to do with the intelligence and the information that got to plant, uh, lay out, put in place human resources, material resources to build a system up. What we are in right now is definitely a battlefield. Everything's being laid out for the end game. Also, think about it. If Rudy Giuliani went with Trump for um, this year's Christmas, to the Palm Beach till January 6th. Think about anyone else could go there for important meetings. Uh, it is a bunker and prepared for the nuclear war. Uh, Trump is already there. Imagine what is coming next right now if he's already uh, going to the safest place now. The worst has yet to come and we have to be mentally prepared. So now let's get to the next news. Uh, a tweet sent it out saying that Mnuchin's loyalty to Trump could end with painful setbacks as president shreds stimulus deal. Headings as typical. Reliable source notes um, Mnuchin, part of the communist movement in Congress, White House, that must be cleaned out. Mnuchin ties to Xi Jinping. So this news purpose is to send a cipher, information to President Trump. Uh, Mnuchin represents Wall Street and many other interest groups. Uh, the message is to have him come out and send warnings to push Trump to sign the bill as early as he can. Otherwise, Trump would end up like, probably like John Kennedy. You know, we never know. So now let's get into a next news that's connecting to um, Chinese China right now. Intelligence leaked that Xi Jinping is going to undergo a brain surgery. That news alone means a lot of things. You know, first of all, a Chinese leader's health condition is a national secret. So for this to be leaked, meaning somebody wants uh, this to be leaked and also sending Xi Jinping a warning that he has one chance to make the right decision. Otherwise, they will take care of it, kind of. People who leaked this information only cares about uh, their assets overseas, right? Um, but when the U.S. is taking all the actions and putting Chinese firms into entity list, sanction list, and leaving them no way out, they all of a sudden realize it's time to stop Xi and make a change. Uh, though it is much more complicated than that because of the notion uh, of how people will run China, no matter who it is, you know, um, it has nothing to do with the culture and everything. It's much likely to be the same. Uh, what is more important is to change the way of thinking. So we don't know what will happen. What will happen during the couple hours when she went under unconscious during the surgery, and we don't know if anything happened to him. Uh, does that mean that China's fate will be changed or no? Uh, there has always been a mysterious power behind everything, right? So unless they know, unless those mysterious power know what is right and what is wrong, otherwise uh, it doesn't matter uh, who the 
the leader of China is, it's always going to be the same thing. So we will just have to see. Let's go to the next news. Remember we talked about for days about the HR 6395, the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2021, and how it is a trap um, because including 5,000 pages of a corona relief package. And Trump is uh, being pushed to sign the bill because people in America really need the aids for their family during the tough times. So on December 27th, he tweeted that good news on COVID relief bill, information to follow. But when you Google it online, still many medias like uh, like ABC, BBC make fake news saying either fails, either Trump fails to sign the corona relief package or saying that Trump signed it. And how ridiculous is that? Uh, the truth is that uh, Donald Trump neither signed it or failed to sign it. Uh, Donald Trump signed uh, HR 133 Act uh, using the Impoundment Control Act of 1974. So what is what is that? The Impoundment Control Act of 1974. Uh, I found some documents about it online. I'm going to read it. The Congressional Budget and Impoundment Control Act of 1974 reasserted Congress power of the purse. Especially, Title X of the Act, Impoundment Control, established procedures to prevent the president and other government officials from un, uh, unilaterally substituting their own funding decision for those of the Congress. The Act also created the House and Senate Budget Committees and the Congressional Budget Office. Why was the ICA necessary? We will call this ICA from now. Uh, con Congress passed the ICA in response to President Nixon's uh, executive overreach. His administration refused to release congressional appropriate funds for certain programs he opposed. While the U.S. Constitution broadly grants Congress the power of the purse, the president, through the White House Office of Management and Budget and Executive Agencies, is responsible for the actual spending of funds. The ICA created a process the president must follow if he or she seeks to delay or cancel funding that Congress has provided. What does it mean to impound funds? And impoundment is an action, uh, is any action or inaction by an officer or employee of the federal government that uh, precludes federal funds from being obligated or spent either temporarily or permanently. How does the ICA work? The ICA lays out procedure the president must follow to reduce, delay, or eliminate funding in an account. The act divides impoundments into two categories, uh, Recessions and deferrals. Uh, recessions meaning, put simply, if the president wants to spend less money than Congress provided for a particular purpose, he or she must first secure a law providing congressional approval to uh, rescind the funding in question. The ICA requires that the president send a special message to Congress identifying the amount of the per, uh, proposed recession, the reasons for it, and the budget economic and programmatic effects of the recession. Upon transmission of such special message, the president may withhold certain funding in the affected accounts for up to 45 
legislative session stays. If a law approving the rescission is not enacted within the 45 days, any withhold funds must be made available for obligation. A 2018 Government Accountability Office legal opinion holds that if the president purposes um, a rescission, he or she must take the affected funds available to be uh, prudently obligated before the funds expire, even if the 45-day clock is still running. This means, for example, that the president cannot strategically time a rescission request for late in the fiscal year and withhold funding until it expires, thus achieving a rescission without congressional approval. Deferrals, meaning the ICA defines a deferral as withholding, delaying, or through other executive actions or inactions, effectively, uh, effectively uh, precluding funding from being obligated or spent. The ICA prescribes three narrow circumstances in which the president may propose to defer funding for a program. Number one, providing for contingencies. Number two, achieving budgetary savings made possible through improved operational efficiency. Number three, as especially especially provided by law. The ICA requires that the president send a special message to Congress identifying the amount of the proposed deferral. The reason for it and the period of the proposed deferral upon transmission of such special message, the funds may be deferred without further action by Congress. However, the deferral cannot extend beyond the end of the fiscal year in which the special message is sent. The ICA language on deferrals is long-standing budget law that allows the executive branch to delay the obligation or expenditure of funding only for the specified reason rather than policy reasons. Why is the ICA important? Today, 45 years after the ICA become law, Congress once again confronts a president attempting to push past the long-recognized boundaries of executive uh, budgetary power. This year, for the second straight year, the Trump administration reportedly considered issuing uh, recession requests for certain foreign aid and security uh, assistance accounts less than 45 days before the end of the fiscal year, when the funds in question would expire in the closing week of fiscal 2019. OMB withhold funding in these accounts in a manner inconsistent with long-standing procedures and policies. The White House Budget and Appropriations Committees have serious concerns that uh, President Trump and his administration violated the ICA in withholding these funds. The committees are examining when, why, and how these funds were withheld and whether these actions prevented agencies from spending the full amount that Congress provided for these activities. Thus, thwarting uh, the will of Congress, uh, Congress will not bend to executive overreach. It will defend its constitutional power of the purse and the and the fundamental checks and balances that are critical to our constitution republic. So at least for now, we know that Trump get out of this huge dilemma and still get what he wants, which is insisting on repealing the section of 230 and still uh, be able to give their American people the funding for the coronavirus package. 
So now let's get on the next news. U.S. House overrides Trump's veto of Key's defense bill. Uh, the Democratic-led U.S. House of Representatives voted on Monday to override President Donald Trump's veto of a $740 billion defense policy bill, a rebuke that underscored uh, divisions in the Republican Party during Trump's final weeks in office. So now the House uh, vetoed Trump's veto, and we just need to wait and see what the Senate's vote is. If there is one-third of the people that supports Trump, the sec- then the Section 230 will be repealed. So a lot of things are going to happen in the next couple of days. We'll just keep it up with the news. So now let's get on the next news. It's the last one for today. Uh, the Office of Foreign Assets Control has officially placed almost all CCP-controlled central enterprises and private companies on the entity list for sanctions. Executive orders, statutes, rules, and regulations relating to the Chinese military company sanctions is that the Chinese military company sanctions program represents the implementation of multiple legal authorities. Some of these authorities are in the form of executive orders issued by the president. Other authorities are public uh, laws, passed by the Congress. Uh, These authorities are further codified by the OFAC in its regulations, which are published by uh, publish the Code of Federal Regulations. Uh, modifications to these regulations are posted in Federal Register. In addition to all these authorities, uh, OFAC may also implement United, United Nations Security Council resolutions with regard to the Chinese military company's sanctions. Remember when the United States Department of Homeland Security describing uh, the Chinese Communist Party almost a terrorist organization? And then Pompeo has had many speech about that. Also, Trump had also tweeted many times about the uh, Chinese Communist Party's threat to the world. And after that, you know, the OFAC comes in and sanctions those Chinese firms. Uh, I found it on Wikipedia. I'm going to read it to you guys about what the Office of Foreign Assets Control is. Uh, The Office of Foreign Assets Control is a financial intelligence and enforcement agency of the U.S. Treasury Department. It administers and enforces economic and trade sanctions in support of U.S. national security and foreign policy objectives under presidential national emergency powers. OFAC carries out its activities against foreign states as well as a variety of other organizations and individuals like terrorist groups deemed to be a threat to U.S. national security. As a component of the U.S. Treasury Department, OFAC, operates under the Office of Terrorism and Financial Intelligence and is primarily composed of intelligence targeters and lawyers, while many of OFAC's targets are broadly set by the White House. Most individual cases are developed as a result of of investigations by OFAC's Office of Global Targeting. Uh, Sometimes described as one of the most powerful yet unknown government agencies, OFAC was founded in 1950 and has the power to levy Uh, significant uh, penalties against entities that defy its directives, including imposing fines, freezing assets, and barring parties from operating in the United States. In 2014, OFAC reached a record 
of uh, $963 million settlement with the French uh, bank BNP, which was a portion of a $8.9 billion penalty imposed in relation to the case as a whole. So now those Chinese companies are sanctioned by the OFAC, uh, involving, you know, those companies also involved uh, with a lot of Wall Street money. You know, this is not just a, a word uh, from Trump to put those companies to sanction list because uh, others can literally just sue them, asking for legal justification. But now OFAC is handling it, meaning that the legal justification has been put in place, which tells everyone that Trump reached to this point, sanctions against Chinese banks are a breeze. How can the Chinese Communist Party do business with these companies in the future? It's going to be a problem. So OFAC sanction, in addition to not being able to use the dollar, uh, including money deposit, opening bank accounts, will be subject to sh- sanctions as well, including all central enterprises, you know, Chinese central prices. So this is really the end of the Chinese central uh, enterprises end of the Chinese Communist Party. So that's it for today. Uh, the past couple of days has not been easy for me, so that's why I haven't been uploading for two days. But I did a lot of thinking. I want to share with you guys that some people say that you have to be strong and not let people see when you're down. But vulnerability is a strength. Self-reflection is more important than putting on a smile. Looking back 2020, I almost feel like time flied so fast, but it was almost uh, the most intense year I've ever had. I experienced happiness, sadness, anger, and fear at the most intense uh, intensity ever, but never hopeless though. It was like a part of everything. Uh, thinking about 2021, went through 2020, went through whistleblower movement, made many friends, learned tough lessons, grown up a little bit more, surviving through a pandemic. I'm just thinking what else can we not conquer? So don't let anything dull your sparkle. Happy early new year, everyone. And once again, next episode will continue to deliver new information from the Luda Media. Feel free to leave comments and see you next episode. 